two of you gentlemen please take benches? Take. I believe that what I do in the theater is, is I represent. I come in, I edit among all the visual choices, and then I represent the show. Hi, I'm Charlie Erickson, and I'm a theatrical photographer. If I call myself a theatrical photographer, it's, it's because I've got enough hours doing it to really, to, to have made this a specialty, to, to understand what it is that's being asked of me that maybe wouldn't be asked of me at a football game. Coming to performing arts photography and, and theater photography, now when I look back on the history of my life, it seems almost inevitable. I, I came to photography pretty early. Um, I remember getting a little box camera when I was nine years old. The camera was a companion, as it is for many people, through my teenage years. But I did happen to have it with me uh, at a pretty significant moment in my young life, which was going to Woodstock, and was rewarded on the last morning with uh, Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled Banner. And with my teeny-weeny little Instamatic camera, I pulled it out and I took a picture that just happens to be a grainy recording of one of the most historic performances in rock and roll history. My first job as a photographer was for Yale University, and I was the generalist for Yale University. Whatever it was, they'd send me. And one day, in I think it was in 82, I got a call to go down to one of the many dismal rehearsal spaces, and I walked in, and around a card table was Ethel Fugard, Zake Smokai, Jelko Ivanik, and Danny Glover doing the very first read-through of Master Harold and the Boys. I could feel the excitement in that room, and I certainly was riveted by the charisma of Ethel Fugard. As it happens, one of those photographs found its way to end up on the cover of a book about Ethel. And Ethel noticed it, and he liked it. And what I found was that he was um, just a tremendously supportive um, and warm guy who, before I was photographing plays, was already encouraging me to be involved some way with theater. The first, the first show that I was hired to photograph uh, was Tobacco Road in 1984 at the Long Wharf. You always remember your first time. This could not have been a greater experience. I, I was welcomed, really welcomed. And um, within a year, I was working at Hartford Stage, and it kind of snowballed from that. The formal influences, uh, it begins and ends with Henri Cartier-Bresson, as far as I'm concerned. When Cartier-Bresson spoke of the decisive moment, he was talking about that, that, that moment at the peak of action or gesture, very often, that communicates the most about the emotion in the scene. And certainly, that applies to theater photography like nothing else. Because the, the, the task for me is to observe and to anticipate the emotional apex of a scene of an exchange. I'm certainly hired by the theaters uh, as an adjunct to the marketing uh, forces. There's no doubt about that. They need the photographs in order to sell the shows. And the the recording and archival aspect of it that uh, I take very seriously is also taken very seriously by the theaters. We're sitting here at the McCarter 20 years after I began working here with Emily Mann in her first year as artistic director. 
uh, and it's been it's been a wonderful association over decades. Uh, the, f the first 15 years of working here at the McCarter, we were still shooting film. I think for anyone, certainly of my generation, uh, black and white is what a theater photograph was. There's a tendency for skin to glow. There is a, there's a universality, uh, an eternal quality to black and white that so far I'm not really seeing that in color. You know, the digital revolution became irresistible at the end of 2002. The cameras that came out were for the first time capable of reproducing at about magazine page level. It's been a great boon in terms of the efficiency for everyone, um, you know, electronic transmissions and all of the rest. And the ratio is higher now because I can, I can stay with that moment and I can get it. And of course in low light, digital is, is performing better than film ever did. Tonight, I'm gonna to be photographing a revival of David Mamet's American Buffalo, which is very exciting for me. First of all, you very rarely get the opportunity to see any kind of a dress rehearsal prior to the one that I'm photographing. At this point, I really prefer, in a way, to be surprised. The adrenaline is up, the antenna are fully extended, and there's something on the line there that really really focuses me. On the other hand, as I'm listening to the music of, of the emotional content of the play, there will be a moment, if you're lucky, that will be some sort of silent two-dimensional equivalent of a three-dimensional emotional experience that involves sound. When it works, it's, it's really great because once again, it doesn't need translation. Getting every moment of a production, that's my task to myself is that I consider myself a historian. And I hope that decades from now, when people review the zeros and ones that I'm collecting, that they're going to see the production. They're gonna know what it looked like because it will be recorded. This is, to me, the basic duty of a theater photographer.